I've never really viewed myself as particularly talented. I view myself as, you know, slightly above average in talent. And where I excel is ridiculous, sickening work ethic. All right, guys, I'm Rob Legacy, and we are here with episode five of The Dungeon. And on today's show, we have special guest Victor Savalza. Okay, he's a... Yeah, he's a uh, a friend of mine that I've had the pleasure of meeting the past couple years. Um, luckily, we run in the same circle of friends, talented musician. I've gotten a chance to hear this guy shred. Uh, I've kind of heard him speak, uh, you know, in studio situations regarding the creation process. A very knowledgeable guy and uh, someone that I feel has a lot to offer to upcoming artists, musicians, producers, uh, whatever it may be. Victor? What's going on, brother? <laughs> Not much, man. How you holding up during these uh, crazy times? Man, it's hot, man. It's hot, yeah. Tell me about it. It's supposed to be like 111 on Sunday. What the fuck are we doing over here? It's insane, bro. Yeah, we need to get out of town or something. Dude, <laughs> this shit is not going anywhere till September or fall comes around. No, yeah, real shit. That's that's when uh, you need to just book a tour or something like that. Now you rockers do it. You rockers just be in Vermont fucking rocking out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. Whatever we do, just keep the heat on the stage and not in the house. Yeah, real shit. So real quick, just uh, give everybody a little background on like, uh, you know, I guess who you are and what you do exactly. Well, shit. Um, I mean, I basically just really just go around music a lot. So I kind of just um, branch off of that and just do it listen to stuff here and there and different genres and branch out and try to, um, you know, <clears throat> uh, make my own creativity and, you know, pick up the guitar every now and then and try to just play what I hear or play something just going on. Yeah, yeah. The, so from what, the get. from what I know of you so far, uh, this guy's pretty, uh, pretty humble, guys. This guy's a, a shredder for sure. I've seen this guy play. I've heard him speak. Um, has an extensive background with like the guitar. Like, uh, tell me a little bit about that. Like, because I mean, I know you play the guitar, but personally, even though we're friends, like, I don't think I've ever really heard your story or your, you know, kind of like your lineage with music. Well, um, usually, like, the way it's how it started with me and the acts, like, basically, just um, had some friends in the neighborhood and, uh, um, one of his dads like was always just shredding in the garage every time, bro. Just, just had the amp up, drinking a beer here and there, and just, just playing what he loves. And we just brand, we were just like be hella influenced. And then um, one of our buddies, like older brother, he got a guitar. He started doing some stuff, and then uh, eventually just ended up uh, getting one of my own. And just, just a, a quick little, just six string something, something, didn't, nothing. Uh, brand named or nothing just just so i could like start getting the feeling and just start strumming and get a couple chords and <clears throat> probably just play songs that you know that inspire me and uh eventually just start branching off and just doing my own thing man so you were self-taught is that kind of what i'm getting from getting from it basically yeah like so like me and my buddies would always just kind of just feed off each other so we would just influence each other really so it's just more so um not like oh i'm the better one or i'm the better one we would just 
sit in a circle and just try to play something we just heard off a track and then kind of just um you know yeah how did the learning process even like happen back then because i know like like producing when i was around that age it was a uh, it was kind of difficult because it, like when i used to go online to try to look up tutorials or try to look up you know how do i uh sound design or how do i mix like there was no information on youtube really about any of the in-depth in-depth stuff that i needed and even when i started the piano like i couldn't find anything on, on music no there was music theory stuff but not in a digestible format you know what i mean like it was either super complicated or it was just like man i don't even know where to start with this so like was everything really just like just messing around on the chords or was there like some books like somebody who kind of knew um well the dad kind of knew like kind of through like not really theory he was just comfortable playing every time we saw him playing he just was not like stressing at all he just mm-hmm. knew where, where the notes were and what type of like um style he was going for and um just all in all just you know do, just delivering that face melting solo and just <laughs> going in just trying to get he knows that we're kids and he's got our attention and he's just trying to like just maybe one of you guys will pick one up and then eventually all of us did so yeah that's crazy how like music works out like uh or at least just musicians like not saying that you know the musician needs to be a superstar celebrity but it's like do you think that's just kind of the way we are like man i just want to jam out and hopefully show you the love for music or maybe you gain a love for music type deal huh uh yeah i mean that and more so just like yourself just putting yourself out there and just going in effortlessly and just not even really caring like who's listening or not i mean yeah you know just um just an, another way of like energy just relief just is music like therapy for you or is it just uh, I think it's more like just like an out, outlet. So like if I just got a lot going on, I'm thinking about a lot of stuff or I just need to clear my head or something, whether it, it's just, uh, you know, a project real quick, like, um, or just uh, doing like some type of like homework or something or had a long day at work or something. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of just, you know, um, it's like some days you're fucking playing heavy metal chords some days yeah (laughs) well that's the thing too like we started off more just like or i would start off like more on the metal side so i always was just distortion just turned it up strummed and like didn't even really like aim for like other genres or anything i just the few bands that i really liked and was already like influential for me i just would just go through their albums like What'd you yeah, listen, listen to? to long, if you don't like, mind me asking. Um, for the metal side, most of the mainstream stuff, so like System of a Down or Slayer or Iron Maiden, like Metallica, ACDC, yeah, Def Leppard, you know. Um, See, and I feel bad because I, I fuck. There's so many sub genres of rock, and I'm just some fucking hipster who only likes like the main stuff. So it's like to me, it's all rock. So like I couldn't even differentiate like the different <laughs> i just know like one sounds like this and some shit that sounds like this you know no yeah there's different types of like there's fast like you know uh, adrenaline kicking like metal just you know make people want to you know th- stir up a pit or something or something like mellow just chill like you just want to like some reggae like bobby marley and all that stuff like yeah. and just you know just 
have that little ska upbeat to it and then just like some chill ass blues country you know jazz there's like all types of i mean they're like not all really rock but you know they just have the same instrument tools like guitar bass drums so for me like all that would be considered like some type of rock like you know? band music basically yeah like, exactly yeah. yeah like you need a crew you guys need a everybody needs to be like together we all gotta um you know put in our influences and let's just mix it up and see where it goes create um most of the time just jam and and uh you know yeah one of the big reasons why i wanted you on here is kind of like what you were just talking about right now is like like the group element of making music because you know me you know everybody kind of knows me i'm hip-hop producer you know you tend to pick up a lot of those hats and you got to wear them yourself or like you know you look at the way music has been made since the beginning of time it's been in a band situation and it's like i think we're at a time where like you see producers you know doing it themselves or they'll collab with other producers but it's like you're not dedicating yourself to an instrument and mastering just you know what i mean one part of it and, and playing your role so like what are your experiences with that? Because I, th- you know, we're roughly the same age. I think you're you graduated 2011, 2012. I was in 10. 10. Okay, yeah. So you're you know a year older than me. So we kind of grew up like in the same culture of time. Like I remember in high school, like all that rock shit was popping like way more than any of like the rap scene shit. Like I remember like fucking flyers and bands. Like every school had like fucking ten bands. It seemed like, and then. They'd have like these fat ass ragers out wherever or play at shows. Have events. you ever popped like, up at one of those? See, I never have. Like the only one I've ever been to, there was like a local one and it was at the high school and they had like a lot of these bands come through. And, uh, you know, so I, that's probably the only time I ever really had an experience with it. But I had cousins and friends who were like, you know, fucking rockers and shit. So like I was always around, I guess, that culture. And then aside from the fact that I always dressed like a skater, like I, I was never a skater, but like I always dressed like, so I was always kind of hip to it. Just Somewhat. in the scene type yeah, of like, in a way. Yeah. in the scene, but I was like the hip hop skater dude. You know, I wasn't really a, <laughs> like the skater, fucking hardcore, melt your fucking face to some Slipknot. <laughs> you know, like, but, but what was that like growing up back then, man? Cause like, that's something that I was aware of, but I never had the pleasure you know or the the opportunity to really kind of put myself in that scene what was that like like during that time period growing up in it and i guess being a musician at the time what was that like well um playing in the in the scene was it was hella cool bro it was just like oh i'm in here like i kind of really didn't really um focus on much of like uh hella getting out there like all oh, like we we gotta get big we gotta go in like i was more just like oh okay, so you cool, were in a band yeah. i was in a band yeah um like what years like like high school like, just like during that time like high school that's why i mean i'm trying to like stay with your whole scene what you're talking about yeah, yeah. but outside of the band like the scene wise yeah there were flyers and stuff and, and we would just pop up at like the belmont or the exit when it was when they changed their name and then um you know, Starline before it was Strummers and uh, mm-hmm. and just checked out like some, you know, the mainstream bands around and uh, and they, the scene was live, you know, like they had a good, decent crowd like every time and uh, more so just like they just, I don't know. 
<laughs> what, what was it? It was, like? it was a little while back. So like, yeah, yeah. It's like but like thinking, thinking back at yeah, but just about um, thinking about it though, like yeah, like everybody knew everybody, and like there wasn't really a lot of like conflict or anything, like a lot of like bullshitting. You know, like people were always like just being, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, not connecting, but. Um, just like like networking. networking yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 so it was just whoever it was whether it was like a promoter or like a, a band like a member or somebody who just played instruments like yeah like most of the people in there they always were like some type of tied into like music they, they just either listen to hella bands and hella songs or they went through hella instruments until they found their um you know piece of the pie of you know the bass whether it's drums or um producing you know like everybody like had like their own like um like strand of what they liked and just kept it like rolling and it was cool it was like oh you play guitar oh i play guitar too like what what do you like do and stuff like are you a rhythm lead you know like we should jam and then you know probably get a session in and maybe the drummer will be there you know kind of We'll just cook up for a few minutes, but that's basically how that crowd was. Yeah, they just um, nobody was really like, um, like afraid of anyone. I guess like like egos and shit. Lack of a better word. Yeah, ego was just not there. Yeah, I mean you had a few of them kind of like big headed that were just, but like I think so. That's they're just kind of like just to themselves. Like I don't know. Like I feel them. There was a situation. There was a time where I was just like, okay, cool. Like we're gonna be like the last band or something like that's hella sick right and then like it just the the show just doesn't become like um what it is it, it would probably just it wouldn't be like a, a big crowd or mm. um you know so I have little stuff like that that happens to you as an artist like you you kind of just humble yourself a little bit you're like okay well then and then that's why like usually like during those shows like I, I would just go to just the, the the headliner, but then now I just started going to like, well, not now, but you know, um, you just start going to the opening acts and just start seeing all of the whole lineup and, and you just see all the artists is up there just like really grinding and, and trying to earn a spot, you know, hopefully play the next weekend or play um, like the next big show or something. Everyone's grinding, you know, everybody's going in and, so people who were like were like like big headed or self close minded, they I don't know. I mean, there was only maybe one or two of them, but for the most part, everybody was pretty much like, you know, hey, good show, good set, bro. Like, yeah, it was all love. Or like, yeah, like yo, who was that band? Like, they were dope. Yeah, man, that's dope. Because I think. I think it was so cool because I just used to hear about it. Like, and kind of what you're saying, you know, I have cousins who are like hardcore rockers and stuff, and they were actually in bands and musicians and stuff. And, I, you know, I was kind of like the, the the weird one because I was the hip hop guy. <laughs> but like, uh, but they all had that same energy, kind of what you're talking about. Like, it was all There's like, no way that you would be the weird one, bro, just because you like hip hop. Like, well, you know, no, everybody I, has a piece, you know? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, in the sense of like, what I was making wasn't what they were making. So like, there was no way to kind of fuse it at the time because we didn't have the I didn't have the resources to actually do it like you know what I mean but if you guys got back together now I'm sure you guys would probably oh yeah for sure cook a few fire ones yeah well like look at all the stuff it's funny how how that works right like you just like 
at the very beginning, you just you stick to what you know. But then, like mm-hmm. after four or five years of just you know getting some pedigree and just you know some chemistry and just you're more comfortable with your range and in in music and in your like um, yourself, I guess uh, I would say with range, like um, yeah, just. You just like can just go out and just start making five, six tracks of whatever everybody puts together. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's it's kind of goes back to what they say. It's just learning music. Like, you know, there's so many aspects to music, like not just the music itself, but like how to carry yourself as a musician. And but yeah, like oh, once you once you crazy. learn Yeah, like once you learn music though, it goes back to what you're saying. Like, all right, I'm comfortable. I kind of know my range. I'm ready to take the step out and like, all right, now I'm going to make some fucking rap country stuff. I want to make some rap rock stuff. I want to make some fucking, you know, like you just want to put your hands in everything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, fucking. Yeah, bro. Just, you just got to keep an open mind and just, and just keep grinding, bro. You, you know, whatever opportunity it is, whether it's, you know, like a, a band you're not accustomed with or an artist you come across that's just way out of your element. You just yeah want to just, um, you know, it, it's going to sharpen you up at the end of the day in that like level of genre or the level of your skill. Like you're, it, it's all, you know, every day you're just going to keep keep going and just just keep climbing and you'll you'll reach like um those those limited spots and, and you'll just break through them and, and it's gonna be more it, it's infinite music is just like yeah. there's no stopping to it it's crazy <laughs> like speaking it's like of, fashion it's like um you know compute the network you know it's never ending it's like art, a lifelong yeah, journey like basically painting yeah that's that's all like those are all like shit that's gonna be just ongoing speaking of like you said something that kind of stuck out to me like sharpening like what situations good or bad i mean in your personal experience uh do you feel sharpened you like what so i i just want to point highlight you know you being in a band now obviously it didn't work out because i don't think you're in a band anymore (laughs) i don't think i don't know but uh right like what are the positives negative situations you've been in regarding like a band situation like i don't know describe it to me i just want to know because I've never been in the band. Well, I mean, having a band, it, it kind of always starts off with your friends, right? Like you kind of just, you you inspire a friend and, and then you guys just kind of like go off each other and then we'll just like get in the garage and we'll just hook, you know, plug in and try to be as loud with the drums, if not louder. And, and we'll just pray we have fucking hearing tomorrow. And, you know, let's <laughs> let's hopefully squeeze a track or two out of this. And let's just, you know, let, let's try to all contribute. And um, so that's like the most of the positive side, like as like a beginning, like type of band, like when you have your four members or three, however it takes. I honestly like the, the four man band. I think that's like just enough people, you know, like, and because you know like metallica has four men too so like it's just tell her like it, if they could do it like make it sound as full green day had three so like they still make their shit sound hella lively and, and full so i think so like with the band like for members as long as you could keep it full then um you could you know um you can just you know sky's the limit but um back to um the pros and stuff. Um, I think it's more, you could definitely like get yourself out there. You know what I mean? So like if let's say you just jumped in a band and they're already a project too, like you could just 
um, just throw in some spice. And when you have like performances and stuff, like you're out there. So that's like yourself, like promotion. Like this is, you know, yeah. I was in this piece, you know. Um, but yeah, band members they come and go too, bro. So like those those first three or four, they they probably one of them's eventually gonna fall off, tend to fall off, you know. Um, some, I mean, yeah, most bands I, I've known, like you know, they they always they'll either stick it out to the end or um, <laughs> not make it past the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> not make it past the beginning exactly uh, yeah and then they come back and forth they come through and through sometimes too you know like it, they probably left on a bad term at that time but then you know as soon as shit brushes over like they can come back you know they're more than welcome they they were like one of the originals so it's like yeah so come come on down brother yeah it's a trippy dynamic i think i've always been impressed in situations where like bands have stuck together or even groups like even if it's production like producers and stuff like when they come in as a team and they stay a team because at least my personal experience uh people tend to be problematic you know what i mean and yeah it's just hard to move forward when you're dealing with people who don't allow that to happen you know for one reason or another and uh right. I don't know. Like I always tip my hat off to people who can successfully maneuver those situations. Meaning, like, um, what do you mean? Yeah, like just being able to work together with somebody, because like, oh yeah, you know, somebody yeah, you gotta definitely put your ego to the side, dude. Like, yeah, because um, I kind of like still have that um, like small like trouble as a, as a as a musician, just like. I kind of want to just be like the only like rhythmness that's in there like because if you have like two or three guitar players like what are we really doing you know what i mean it yeah. just sounds like we're, we're just in a band we're all like competing for the I, same I spot like, yeah like two two guitarists is cool you know that way one could just be rhythm and the other one could just lead off and i mean obviously he's gonna be in the rhythm too because you know um not all the whole song is not really about like soloing and whatnot but um yeah yeah but for um and then just like uh, at the end like playing being at the beginning of the show too like as in you with your when you are with your band like you know it, it, you kind of like in the beginning stages you kind of are like kind of like right now like just you know just nervous you know just trying to like get some type of grip like you just try to um but after you get over it and you're over the, you know, your first, like, you got a few shows under your belt, it's just like, it, it's it's cakewalk after that. You know, you you kind of start focusing more on your stage presence and your energy and... Yeah. Um, then the swag comes you in. Know, you, you can, you're not really, yeah, you're not really worried about messing up anymore. You got, you got like, a little stance going. You, you might, like, be in the pit with the, with the crowd, like... Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, that's when the energy starts coming out. So, I mean, at the beginning stages, it was kind of like, but I never felt like, and I'm sure the band at that time too, we, we never really felt like, oh, this is this is all we can produce when it was like the first three or four shows. You know what I mean? Because they weren't as much energy as it was because like, you know, they obviously didn't know who we were. And um, after they like, seen us a few times and, and then they came and they're like, oh yeah, they, you know, this is we know what they're going to bring. So then... You know, that's when the crowd rolls in and stuff. And yeah. <clears throat> Man, so what's in the cards for you as of now? Like, you know, so you, I know you're still shredding stuff. And from what I know, you're getting into production a little bit now. 
Uh, just like? a, yeah, just a little bit, dude. Like, I kind of want to dive into like another um, instrument and then like this whole like the software, um, thousand instruments, thousand type of effects, <laughs> you know, like thousand it's drums. Hell, and, <laughs> dude, uh, it's everywhere, bro. And it's just all over the place. You kind of got to get like a. Um, you really got to slow down on that because it's just like start from scratch really i mean you're, you're not going to make like a full-on produced beat you know like it's going to take some time I've, I've spent like an hour just on the controller just like with just going key note to note and still not figuring nothing and then just like no let me just get back on the axe or something <laughs> let me let me just go back and strumming a few chords and stuff bro this, this is yeah it's kind of complex for me it, it always kind of makes me happy when i see a like people getting into like full-on beat production and like music production like especially with you know computers and stuff like that because i feel like i've always, i mean i've always kind of felt this way is if you know how to play an instrument it and you're competent at it it kind of shows that you understand music to a certain degree and if you understand music at any degree i always feel like just start painting the big picture you might as well like how saucy would some music be instead of you just playing the guitar you were doing the drums and you were doing the piano and then you were you know even though you're not a piano player but it's like bro just make a vibe like some fucking soundcloud rapper could rap on that shit fuck it like <laughs> exactly dude like you just just throw it in the pot and let it you know sim sit for a little bit and you you never know what you come out with bro to someone else it'll be like that, that's a banger you know yeah and it's funny how, you know, shit works. Like, we could make something that really is fire. And at least until you find, get your foot, you get a foothold in music, like, you don't really feel confident. You're just kind of like, oh, well, it's whatever. But, you know, on, on another note, someone hears it and it's like, bro, that shit slaps. <laughs> right. And then you're just like, wait, for real? And like, I, I barely just, like, you know. It's I like, really hey, you're that, that, you're that pretty girl who thought she was ugly this whole time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly dude just like wait what <laughs> but um yeah that that self um criticism can't can't be hurt you know what i mean it, it is kind of like a hindering clouds at some at times like you'll just be like nah this ain't it or or um you're just you you went you put too much work in it you know you spent 30 minutes and then you're just like yeah. uh, and then i'm probably not gonna do that i'm and, not gonna do that and it's crazy because self not gonna imply that uh I've, I've, you know we've talked about it in other podcasts like self-doubt um, fuck it it kills a lot of people before they even start like even though they're being productive and they're making beats or making melodies or doing whatever they do making songs you know have tracks you yeah know, like you have and as a guitarist bro like you just have riffs just in your head you have them under your fingers but you know you can't really um you don't really really put it out for that band that you're playing with because it's probably that's not the sound they're going for you know or yeah um just like little stuff like that, bro. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just kind of like how many good ideas stopped at the idea part. You know what I mean? Like, why don't you know? Like, it's like I always think about the. I always like looking at bad examples of people, or like you know, learning from people's mistakes. So it's like you know, the, the older musicians I know who are like, I wish I would have just done this. I wish I would have just put it out. So it's like, man, let me just put it out. Oh, even had, if, even yeah, if I'm insecure. Have those moments. It just but even over climbing that too and you actually put it out you start feeling good you know what i mean it's just like okay whatever you know yeah. and then like some of the criticism you get you kind of gotta like um filter that for yourself like okay like 
um, they weren't there during the process or mm-hmm. they probably maybe might not know what I'm going for here. Only you know what you're going for at the end of the day. So it's yeah. like, and it's not, and then searching for like um, appraisal or like a, a, a post or somebody sharing your stuff, like looking for all that, it's gonna, it's gonna like, slow you down because you're just going to keep going take after take and and you're just hoping that maybe this one will will be in that promotion or maybe this one uh hella people will like or i don't know you know what i'm talking about no yeah yeah i feel like i was kind of fortunate enough to like in my musical journey because i originally started off as a rapper well i started off as a producer but i caught the rapping bug and so i was just like full-on rapper mode but like did you have any um did you were you able to um put that out and no yeah 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 perform a couple yeah yeah that's why i'm saying like all throughout high school i was performing at parties and events and shit like that oh no shit yeah and like myspace i was hella popping on myspace back then bro like no way i swear i miss myspace like myspace was the best music promotion like ever and it's because it was all free and people like that was the thing like bro add songs to your page like woofty whoop so it's like if, right. if your homie made a song it's like bro I'm throwing that shit on my playlist and like of course other people are checking out your page seeing the tunes that you like like you know that's the whole reason why it was there and it existed and I feel like artists kind of hurt because that thing doesn't like something like that doesn't exist anymore where like musicians slash fans of music can just congregate and like be somewhere you know what I mean share stuff um but yeah, just point being sharing like, stuff and um, all that. Yeah, all that plays into when you're yeah. out there on stage, bro. You want to promote your shit, hella cruise, you know, like put a banner of your band name or your artist name just behind you, perform it real quick. Yeah. Do a quick little like, yeah, we're on SoundCloud, printing it, we're on, follow us on MySpace, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that just being <laughs> in that time period it helped me personally because. I don't know, I'm a pretty logical person, so it was like, I want to be a rapper. And then I made my first song, and then of course I was super self-conscious about putting it out, because, you know, first time rapping, insecure, and of course it was whack, but that was besides the point. It was like, I want to be a rapper, but I don't want to put it out. Then I guess I don't want to be a rapper then, or do I? Because if I was like, what rapper doesn't put it, you know what I mean? So it was just like, well, I guess I just got to roll with the punches. And so like, yeah. I put it out. And of course, like, you know, you have good feedback, bad feedback. But, you know, I think it's just kind of how you look at yourself. Like, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Like, bro, I'm barely starting. Like, of course, it sounds like shit. I don't need people to tell me that. <laughs> yeah, that's how. Yeah. On this end, too, bro. Like, uh, I was like, I didn't care, bro. Like, I'm yeah. just playing guitar. I'm doing what I, I'm doing my my part in the in the team. And, you know, I'm we're playing, you know, I don't need like that type of like, yeah. And it's good to hear because at least you know, like, you know, it's like, hey, you need to uh, stay in pocket when you're rapping. Like, all right, bet. Now, you know what I mean? You just kind of friendly reminder of hey, next song. I'm just going to make sure I do it that way. These fuckers. That's always good. Criticism, too. Yeah. Just um, little stuff like that. People are going to come at you and just say, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. that was dope. But um, maybe you kind of brush it up just a little like this and that. But when they're like in depth in it, that's what's tight. But if there's somebody who's just like, oh, that wasn't good, bro. Yeah find another hobby bro it's, it's just kind of like okay well fuck you too bro <laughs> yeah, yeah find another fucking personality motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> like change your energy bro like but um yeah i mean for like that 
Well, if you're talking about that that past time, like promoting was hella cool, bro. Like just, I mean, we we would make demos and, and just toss them for free, just give them out, and wasn't even worried about trying mm-hmm. to. Other bands would be like two bucks, you know. You can get a patch with it or something. And, um, Man, that's just with dope, their band, like, with their band name on it too. So like that was it. we had a couple of pins and stuff too, like just like little type of accessories, just so people could just throw it on their vest or some shit. It's just crazy know? to me because I think about a time period when you know whether rock scene, hip hop scene, whatever it is, it's like motherfuckers are just willing to invest, and like I don't see that now. Like it hurts artists to make T-shirts and pass them out without selling them it hurts like you know what i'm saying like right like, like bro no like, oh my god dude this what yeah just two three weeks ago one of those one of the band members i tried asking how much their shirts was 20 bucks i was like okay like if you were like you know if you were like um tool or something i'd spend that but yeah you're just I would have I would have spent ten. That would have been the most yeah know? like just the, you know you understand spending to support but it's like Right, yeah. that's like spending for like me watching y'all too. It was like, no, yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. And it's just crazy because like I look at rappers, you know, because I fucking work with them all the time, and they're like the cheapest motherfuckers like ever. Like, and you know, you have your good ones out there who understand the power of investing and and are willing to. But it's like for the people who don't, it's like they want to receive something for doing absolutely nothing. And it's man. And when you have people either back then or in the rock scene, like, bro, they're making fucking patches. Like I make clothing. I know how much that costs. And it's like they're going to print out 100 patches or 100 fucking pins or whatever and just hand them out just because like, bro, that's investing in your marketing. Like, Even like yeah, and the demos too. Like, you know how like um, just like the LimeWire and stuff and uh, just those 90 pack, just empty CDs, like, <laughs> yeah, just Windows just Media still, Player, still, like a motherfucker. Bro, I would go and just fill all the CDs, and then when I got all the CDs, I would go to like a the nearest like stereo and just play every track and make sure every track was coming out clean. I think maybe like three or four of them, like a track was missing or one track just didn't play, and so I was like, "Fuck, that's not you know, let's yeah. toss this one." So then, like, and then we would put them in like a little plastic little um, you know carrier or something. And then um, probably possibly stick a little paper in there with, with the track names on it, and um, and just give them out. Dude. I didn't. We weren't really trying to make money. We really wanted to just push it, push our shit. You know, just yeah, just trying to get our sound in, in someone's car or someone's house. But motherfuckers just, are too cool to do that nowadays. Now, yeah, it's like oh, well, well um, pay me a dollar. You know, it's a dollar mm-hmm. on Apple Music or whatever. Yeah, it's just like oh, yeah, which I think is cool. But I mean, the sense of like. Why do you got to be a cool guy about it? Why can't you be humble and like slang your shit out in front of a store? Like, I don't know. At least me personally, like I'll go to Walmart and I'll see a motherfucker whether whether they look like they're whack or not. Like if they're selling their CD, I usually pay them like double what they're asking just because right. like, bro, like you're willing in today's time and like today's musical climate to physically put yourself outside and do something that people aren't willing to do anymore. I'll support you. I'll support that before I even support the music. I'm going to support that. It's funny because like, yeah, an artist won't do that. And it's just like, why not? That's you, right? Like you Mm. want to be the best you you can be. So like push your, you know. Well, it's just like the street performer. Like, like, damn, you got to be homeless for it to be cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, just you love music, right? Like, and I think. We obviously get pulled away from that sometimes because we're thinking about music as a business and 
how to get it popping and shit when it's just like bro just make make music with love and put it out so some people someone else can enjoy it you know yeah with, uh, with energy bro it puts make it make your music with energy because then that's what's really going to be the test for your listener because you kind of want them to really feel what you're going for you don't want to be like oh this is this is me what do you think this is like yeah you kind of want to come off as like oh i kind of i put this together like um if you tell me what your thoughts are about it you know what i mean like um as yeah it's just thinking about making music now it's hella like at a different mindset because before like when i was just in the band it was like okay we're we're making this if nobody likes it then you know go back to listening to you know uh, john mayer or whoever it was that you liked before you came here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now it's like you should have okay, brought your kinda... ipod to the fucking show bitch if you <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude like listen go ahead and listen to my chemical romance or whoever uh but uh now it is kind of just like i kind of want to um just show like some type of seasoned type of like sound to what I'm going for so it would just be more so like um uh, it's not much of a selfish like promoting like I kind of want to like I'm trying to go for that genre you know what I mean it's not like I'm just going just off of my adrenaline or yeah um, I just thought this was cool like it's more so it's more so just like I'm trying to um Fucking! I'm trying to, you know, get you out of your chair. You know, like let's let's man. Like, let's get a pick going, dude. Like man, you said or, that like, shit, or so, some yeah. some head nods or something, mm-hmm. dude. Like, uh, and it's not like you're because you're not doing anything, or you could be doing something better. It's just that's what you're here for, right? Like you want yeah. to like. Well, it's like like the consumer mentality of today is like, let me just stand here and record the entire thing instead of engaging and like being fully <laughs> immersed in like whatever you're doing, like. Like, bro, I'm at a, you know, if I was at a rock show and I was in a fucking rage out and mosh or whatever, then fucking mosh. Don't fucking sit there and, you know what I mean? Like, like, why are you Well, here? rappers be doing that. Like, Tyler Creator, he be having mosh pits at his shit too No, sometimes. yeah, yeah. Like, and see, and that's, that's the type of, like, energy. Like, you just want just the energy that they put in their thing, in their, in their performance or, like, even in the music or, like, whatever environment they're trying to create. Like, the culture that they're going to create is, like... Like, yeah, whatever it is. Like, even like, um, it's like softer, like Janet Aiko, like she, you mm-hmm. know, she has, um, some slow stuff, you know, and, but everybody's vibing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I just think it's tough. Like, people try to make, I don't know, like, you know, people make music to express. I'm just speaking on today's artists and like a lot of the independent artists that I work with, like, you know, online, people I know, people I don't know. It's like, they all kind of, the ones who, I know that are struggling with something. It's it's usually because like I'm seeing that they're not putting enough energy into their music. Like they're not you you kind of phrased it perfect. Like, man, I'm here to get you out of your seat. Like whether it be to dance, whether it be to fucking rage out, whether it be to slow dance with a chick or something, like bro, like I'm music's made to move you inside and outside, you know? Right. And I think people yeah, are just not, lose, lose listening to that. a few yeah, 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 and listening to a few entertainers like they like music entertainers, they always be like, yeah, like 
you know, trying to just get them out of like their chain, you know, like their daily life, like going to work and coming home, you know, their routine, you know, that going to a show is breaking your routine, you know, like yeah. you're, you're not going to bed. You're not fucking <laughs> going to the park. You're going, you're it's like, this like, just did an eight ball. Like, you <laughs> right. Like, somebody just fucking chugged their beer and slammed it over their head, dude. Like, yeah. this is it. You know, fast fucking five or something. You know, you're not you're not catching up on Lord of the Rings trilogies here. <laughs> no, that's hella funny. Um, yeah, so like def- definitely want to bring out energy. And if it's not their set, like, like if it's not, uh, let's say like, I mean, I'm kind of like playing for like this like punk band right now, actually. Oh, okay. And um. It's not really like my like. I mean, I like to do it just because the energy, you know, like. Yeah. But the the chords and and the strumming, like their progressions, are really like, kind of simple and they're pretty fast and, and um. There, it's not really like my forte. Like the lyrics, I I really don't care for the lyrics. And, How does okay? I don't I don't want to interrupt, but I just really have this question. How in the hell does that like? How does the songwriting process happen with the band? Like, is it like the singers, like, or is there a dedicated songwriter and they just come in and be like, hey, I have a song, let's just make the music and try to make it fit? How does that work? I, I think in, in my experience, most of the time, I'll just be with the drummer in the garage and we'll just be jamming out. Um, uh, the last a couple, like, sometimes the vocalists will come in and they have like a riff in their head that they could do a cadence over but i don't know what they're playing like what they want so then mm-hmm. they'll try to get on the guitar and, and try to show me like what they're thinking that what they want to run on and then i'll just when i get see what they're doing then i'll just try to like you know just improv actually get it yeah kind of like play with it a little bit then they'll be like yeah, yeah 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 or no not that and then once we have that part down then the drummer will come in and then He'll try to get his feel for it, whether it's something simple or he'll throw some swing in it, and um, and then we'll, we'll then we'll start trying to do like um, length. We try to get the length at least, and then um, probably try to do like an arrangement. Maybe we'll cut the drummer here. We'll fucking everybody will stop. The singer will just have like a one bar cadence, and then, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll start shaping it up. But usually it starts off with like. Um, just like um, in my experience, the drummer and and myself, just like just in the garage, we'll just fucking. So it's safe to say that that the songwriting process takes hella time. Then, like it's a for a song, yeah. Especially with this little punk band, like the, the some of their songs are only like a minute and a half long, or may, at most, I think one of them's maybe like two twelve or something. Mm-hmm. But um, just for that minute and a half, it took us like 20, 30 minutes for us to like shrink it and. Oh shit, um, that's still pretty. I'm thinking like days because I'm just like in my mind, I'm trying to think like, fuck, you gotta. Well, we're kind of see. Like I said, like this is like. The drummer's like project so he he knows what he's he's going for and uh-huh. i kind of have an idea because you know my past experience past bands i've been in you know a few of them went that kind of route a little bit so like when i kind of don't know what he's doing then i'll just we're like seasoned so it's like i yeah. mean back then it kind of did take a while i think it did take a couple there would be days where we wouldn't even end up with anything new we would just run through the set and then um yeah. or just um before we even had um a track or um you know songs here and there um we just uh 
we'd just be like, shit, I guess we'll try again tomorrow. So so at least there's usually one person in the band who kind of acts as like an overall producer. Like they kind of oversee some type of a structure or... Yeah, I mean, like sometimes, like this drummer, he's kind of he's kind of like a younger, so he kind of like um, he just has that aggression type of like I just like want to have energy and I just want to band and I just want to draw a crowd and yeah, and, you know, get get my band really out there, hopefully, and that's fine. But like with the song arrangements and stuff, yeah, we'll I'll usually be like kind of directing him like. Yeah, at these four bars we'll do this, and then these next eight bars we'll we'll run run with this with eight bars, and then you know close it out with another four bars of this shit, and then we'll yeah. slow it down, and then call it a track. Yeah, yeah. But um, um, but with other artists, yeah, like um, other projects that I was in, they they mostly already had their their um structure, so then I would just either fill in or. Um, I wasn't really much on the on the creative part with those guys, but the few the couple of bands that I did have the creativity with, um, yeah, it's more. It does sometimes will take you know two or three days, or it will take you know 30, 45 minutes, and we'll have a solid one, and then just keep running it a few times until we we have it um, under our fingers, and then. Try to write some lyrics. Lyrics is like the hardest part. I can't really condone with that one so much, you know. I mean, I think if like one of them, I haven't wrote a song with them yet, so I, I really don't know what they're creating. But based on the lyrics that they do have for the few songs now, they it kind of does sound like not everywhere, but yeah, there's just not really like a, a point here and there. I mean, they just to me, they don't really hit me as a listener because yeah. I'm. I'm not in that um, type of like aggression or that mode yet. Yeah. Well, writing songs, I think like I don't know. I'm, I'm I'd like to consider myself a seasoned songwriter. You know, having written for other people, damn near my whole career. You know, but like one gem that I could probably give about songwriting is it's no different than writing a good poem. So like, if you really want to understand how to write a good song, take a step back and learn what makes a good poem and then apply that to songwriting it's the same thing like you have to have some type of narrative you know what i mean the only the only difference between poems and like songs is like songs are more lyrical so it's like more introspective saying what i want to say you know but a lot of the best songs know how to build narrative using lyrics which is a little tricky you just have to figure it out you know once you figure out that you know, that's when you get to Drake level where it's like, eh, this motherfucker knows exactly what to say. It's like, yeah, because he's thinking about it from that angle. Like, you know what I mean? He's just thinking put, it from that angle, meaning like, like um, putting into words what everybody feels, but necessarily hasn't quite said, you know, just kind of like a same ballpark. Area. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, because like, like for me, like with the rock side, I feel like uh, we would probably just go for more like, like crowd pleasing, like, like chanting and everybody's in on the chorus with you and yeah you know like, like really emceeing the shit uh, like with the song just emceeing with you and, and just or if they're in the pit just singing along like a lot of sing-alongs you know like, how does that work when you guys are jamming so like say if you're jamming i just think it's tight as fuck if you're in a rock band it's like say you're jamming and the chorus is on and that shit's turning up like do you guys like someone just cue like hey run the shit back like run the chorus back again like, run, like <laughs> yeah we'll probably stop we'll be like dude do it again or like even at the end of the song, we like, bro, run that shit, run that track back. Let's do it again from the top. 
Let's from the top. Let's, let's go, go bro. Time. Yeah. And then sometimes we'll just run it. And then like, cause like when the song ends, we actually did this with one of the songs. Um, and um, probably I'm sure other artists do it too. But like after the song's done, you probably just go off for like another four or eight bars. Just just like self-practice or whatever the case is like you're mm-hmm. just just you and your members are just filling that that you know certain bar and you just want to stretch it out to four or eight bars so then at the end of that song we're just like yeah we'll just keep that at the end we'll just, that energy right there it's, it's pretty solid like it, it you know we'll see if other people will, will vibe off it you know what i mean yeah 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 nah that's cool stuff man it's just it's just hella interesting because i mean music's music so i don't think there's a there's always a parallel between genres because you're making music with the same objective at the end of the day you know exactly and And, um yeah man i mean i i don't even um knock on any type of other genres or as a musician as musicians you know i'm sure we all you know have always type some sort of respect for a producer or for a a bassist or a a harp player or the trumpets dude i feel like trumpets are so slept on i don't know why (laughs) and for dude for sure i mean like because i I feel like like, they need to be in like somewhere just in the back you know like with funk and stuff yeah like r&b you know like even today's music, like you know, the tro- Drake's trophies, like they, there's Trump. It's like, yeah, and it's crazy to think, like, like just as a musician, like an instrument player, like when you're in a band or even just like a session instrument player, you know, like, like a uh, like in the studio or whatever, you know, if you're just laying some shit down, it's like, bro, like music, like in order to make good music, I always feel like, bro, leave the ego at the door because it's all about just laying some fire shit down. Like and the and the profit, dude. The currency. Leave all that. Just, yeah. Because like, I honestly don't like when we were talking about like how like some artists is like don't really, they they want some type of like equity off it. I don't, you know, just stop right there, bro. Yeah. At this right now, like for artists that are like trying to upcome or whatever the case is, how far they are taking it that. You know, you'll know when that time comes. But until then, I, I wouldn't push it as an artist. I would just, just keep promoting, self-promoting. You know, promoting from others too is, is always a plus. I, I like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, get it, get it free when you can. <laughs> yeah, get in when you can, and, and you know, uh, write it. You know, like, um, even if it's like a show, and you know, like it's probably not gonna be as cracking as you think or mm-hmm. it's not gonna be um you're not playing with like a big name like who cares dude just, that, that you're an artist right like just just do what you love yeah because that's what that's what it is right we're doing this because we we love doing it it's fun it, it's energetic it's out of our norm and you're just like low-key like a whole different person up there yeah and and it's crazy like uh I guess I'm pretty grateful because I've always kept it in perspective, like like my approach towards music and like mentality. But like with other people, other musicians that I've kind of came up with, it's funny because I've heard a few stories and I always like stories because I can learn from it, you know, good or bad. And uh, Mm. there's somebody I know who's pretty seasoned at what they do. And he was actually we were kind of having the same conversation about like uh, the, the type of energy you put into things and like being humble and stuff like that. And. He, he had told me a story that it was a personal account of his and it kind of re- it resonated with me a lot because I know him to be the complete opposite of this 
but he kind of was saying like, you know, I was kind of a little ungrateful and people were, you know, wanting me to mix records. And he's like, there's this one person in particular that, you know, I didn't think too highly of his record or his music, but he's paying me, but I wasn't putting, giving him that effort. Like I wasn't giving him a hundred percent of me and I would kind of blow him off. And then he said like that guy approached him and like confronted him about it and was like, Hey, if I'm paying you, bro, like I'd appreciate it if you actually gave me your, your undivided attention or like you actually gave me that effort. Like you're not, you know what I mean? And and it was cool hearing him talk about it because it was like something negative that he had to go through. And he was just talking about how he learned from it. He's like, man, like I didn't, it didn't dawn on me in the moment until I realized what I was doing. He was just like, that's fucked up. Like this person's paying me, you know, and regardless of what I think, my job as an engineer is to make the record as best as possible. So he was like, kind of like my ego was getting in the way of just the music, you know? I hear you. I mean, like he, so I guess like from what it sounds like, he kind of wanted your two cents really. No, yeah, but I mean, it was just like, we were talking about what we're talking about now, like people who, who put, you know, put their egos in front of the music. And he was just kind of saying like, and I know him as a person who doesn't. So like, he was like, you know, I kind of fucked up one time and like, this is kind of, you know, and it kind of checked him. And he was just like, man, I'm never doing that again. Like, right. Cause it doesn't render a good result. Like how are you supposed to make good music? And it's crazy because it's like, it's just the engineer. Not that they don't pay a, play a good or an important role in the music creation process, but it's like, bro, if everybody's on oh, their shit. Oh, they do. Yeah, it's like everybody's on their shit. Like, you know, good integrity, good integrity. And then you have one little cancer cell in there and it's like, bro, like that could fuck up the whole thing. And like, personally, when I was talking about like groups and how I tip my hat off, like that's why I try to limit the type of people the type of people i do business with or make music with because i understand the devastation in that like bro like you know you have one cancer cell and you know what that could turn into it could you know you could die <laughs> man um yeah i hear you bro um just uh you really kind of gotta put in your um self um into something that you're recording or something like because you have to be part of that, what they're trying to hear or what they're aiming for. Like you, you want to like get a good idea of where they're going. So when you are pre creating or producing or trying to mix it or whatever, you're all on the same page. It's not like, oh, well, he's paying me to do what I know. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to do what I know and then just give it back. Yeah. Do what you want with it. Keep it or find someone else, whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, but there are like some um, musicians out there that that um, are really more so like um, open-minded and they're willing to just keep you, um, um, inf you know, influence with within each other and whatnot. And um, and then there are those artists too that what we were just saying just uh, that just like kind of care less. Yeah. And I guess their success, whatever, however you measure that, you know, is always going to render that result. Like, yeah, know, reap what you sow. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, not to condemn them, but hopefully yeah. they will learn, you know, like it, it's not just what um, you do, bro. It, it's kind of more like what you hear. Like, do you have that ear? You know, yeah. it's like you want to have the ear you, you got it that's like the ultimate tool in in music you you want to be able to branch out and be like oh well this isn't really in like r&b let me like try to put mm. this maybe this yeah maybe that maybe add 
a cowbell in there or something. You know what I mean? Or like, or like this isn't really rock, bro. Like let's just kind of like by, speed by the it way, up. Maybe uh, Vic was telling me to add a cowbell in a beat yesterday, so that's why he's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like, you know what I'm saying? Like this yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And then it's I think that's like, the other part of music is. From the producer end, you know, some producers get so locked in with like their way of thinking when it's like, bro, music's collaborative. Like the more you understand that, it's like the better music you're going to make. And if you're in the music business, then the more money you're going to make. Like, bro, like don't slow, don't, don't drop the bag. Don't slow up the money. Like, don't fuck it up. Just keep collabing, keep working with other people, you know, drawing on those influences. And if somebody's better at something than you, then let them do it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let them do it and watch how they do it. Yeah, watch how they do it. So take a take a note or two, bro. And it's not because they're schooling you; it's because you know they they spend a lot of time in that yeah. in, in that realm or in that range, whatever their their shit is. You know, yeah. and you can't really knock on them because it's like that that's their sound. That's what they that's what they want. And yeah. you're not really like condoned into it because you're used to what you like are influenced in or what you are like naturally comfortable in with your second nature stuff but um when you hear like other artists and stuff like or yeah just personally i'll, I'll always just be like yeah let's hear it. what do you got you know? yeah i remember the first time i was around you and nig and you guys are jamming out it was just like man i'm gonna shut the fuck up and listen to what these guys are doing like or how the scene <laughs> respectfully uh, yeah, too. it wasn't like, just like oh like uh like uh i don't want to these guys don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, like you guys. That's no, obvious. I remember that day you, you slid that shredders. one time, and you were just like, um, hella surprised that that like this fool had like chorus and loop and delay coming out of his amp. You're like, well, what's what pedal's doing that? What what's yeah. going on there? You know what I mean? It wasn't the same platform as on your laptop. Yeah. It was like on the floor. You know, you had to like step here and there. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm aware, like obviously, I know that there's pedals, but fuck, I couldn't tell you how to work one. So it's like, <laughs> right? Like, bro, and you knew on. that they all had different sounds. You know what I mean? Like, one had a chorus and one yeah. had a phaser, and you heard all of the, all of that was it like foreign for you? But just the way he was doing, you know, the way that the pedal was laid out and yeah. just stepping on one, and and out came out the phaser, or on another one it looped it. You know, like, yeah, there's some reverb on, yeah, like. It's just like everybody has different approaches, bro, and it's crazy, dude. And it's always like a good like um, source to just like watch and, and just see how they're doing it. Like, yeah. what's going on? Well, you, you get, you get a, especially like with the live stuff too, bro. Like entertaining and stuff. Like mm -hmm. some people will come out with like masks, and like <laughs> some people will have a mascot or um, like some bands come out it, naked. Shit, man, uh, face paintings. <laughs> um, they got you know even rappers like artists too they they got a dance or something or you know yeah yeah the entertainment part definitely plays in music too bro like you, you gotta like yeah you could probably make a, a bigger banger but like if you're just up there parallel with the mic like <laughs> you know there's not really a lot going on there like yeah yeah no, I definitely feel you. And it, I just think the common theme, I, I guess, for this podcast is kind of like the uh, learning how to learn, like, you know, being humble enough to just kind of like sit back, peep it, have respect for the craft itself, other musicians who may know something that you don't, you know, and just kind of soaking up game, you know, I, I think advancing in your musical career is pretty much that or in anything. It's just soaking up game like 
Shut the fuck up. You know, you haven't done it long enough to say anything. Just shut the fuck up and learn. Right. And even if you have been in there long enough, just you, you never know. Somebody yeah. might have a thing or two that you didn't know. And that's fine, bro. Like, you don't know. You can't come into, like, any type of art, like, thinking you know, like, what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the motherfuckers who are successful, quote unquote, like, shit, some of them will say, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing still, you know? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them do say that. Yeah. yeah. Some of them will put down a track and they didn't know that was going to be a hit and it ended up being a banger. And, yeah. you know, people don't know. You can't really, like, um, with your crowd and stuff, like, you can't more so, like, uh, know what they want. I mean, not a lot of people know what others want. Only you kind of know what you want, and people are gonna like feed off what you're putting out. So yeah, we're all I people. So. so maybe you feel yeah. what I feel. You know, right? And like everybody who's there at the at your show, like they're they're pretty much gonna be on that same wavelength. If you're like with, on a good lineup with like some people who like are like all R&B artists or all rapper artists all rocker artists fast rock slow rock whatever the show is if that lineup's smooth then all those people are for sure gonna be it you know they're gonna like what's going on with you because yeah you're you're on that bill so and you know promoters will you know they they hear you they're like oh yeah you were chosen for a reason you know what i mean everything happens for a reason so man that's good stuff and uh, all that stuff's um, smooth, bro. Like all those opportunities, more so, just take them, man. Even if they're gonna be just a ten-man show, like you're only playing in front of fifteen people or forty people, like just just take it as an opportunity and um, uh, just just roll with it. And eventually, if you keep as long as you keep grinding, it it, it might be with that same group, but if with a different group. Or people who are at that, one of those 15 people probably know a, a cool promoter or like another group that you could join that they already got some sauce going. Like, there's just so much opportunities when you take that, like, um, that live, like, um, step. Yeah. Man, it's all good stuff, man. Um, just really quick, any parting words of wisdom for the audience you know just a gem you know a, a, a gem that Vic has that no one else probably is you know heard or um I mean just could, could just keep sick. going out there and get it bro I mean you got like I feel like we kind of already like touched on most of what um I would say to most artists but I mean I think the one thing I would say is just don't compare yourself to like hella people or your nearby artists or your locals or um, somebody who's on the radio. If you're comparing yourself to someone on the radio, then like that's kind of you're that's like a far range, you know. Not that I'm saying that you're better or worse than them. It's just like so maybe don't compare, but compete. Like it's okay to compete, but don't compare. See that? Uh, I mean. Man, I can't. I kind of don't want to put music in in a competition realm either, because like I said, yeah. we're all in it together. So it's like, you know, you want to you want to take that experience, like, um, when you're in that on that stage and when you're with other people was, that are on stages, like it's always respect to just hang out and and watch what they're doing. So then you could either 
take it home with you too. Like, oh, how did you know? Like, how come these guys are playing like later in the night with these amount of people, and how are these people like vibing hella hard on that group? You know, it's like yeah. you want to. Um, it, it's all learning, bro. Be open to learning to all, all types of genres and, and music, and and just keep yourself, um, you know, um, just open for any type of opportunity and for experiences yeah nah that's smooth man it's great great advice even for you know if i'm a quote-unquote seasoned not vet but you know what i mean that's even great advice puts things in perspective you know like i said even for myself just to how to how to approach musical situations and networking and so on and so forth but all in all man i really want to thank you for being on the show Yo, yeah, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely like what you're doing here, bro, with these podcasts and whatnot. Just um, getting interviewing different art. I think it's dope, bro. What you got going on right now, and um, just keep doing it, bro. Keep podcast after pod, and yeah, yeah. most definitely. And I'm gonna have to have you Hopefully on a be down, on a roundtable yeah, discussion. Down to get on another one. Yeah, you know, with roundtable discussion with welcome. a variety of personalities that way. You know, we could all vibe, shoot the shit, hopefully drop some gems for, for the listeners and musicians out there who are, you know, maybe in a rut, you know. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening. And Vic, I want to thank you for joining. Yay!